Welcome back, beautiful people of Community Christian Church. Um, yeah, we've been live. So, um, good news nights tomorrow. You know I love you, so it doesn't even matter. Episode That's not cool. Five? Uh, yes. Five. Episode five. It'll be awesome. Oh, there you go. So, uh, be here. Be square. Or be triangle. Be triangle. Be some shape. Um, tonight we're going to be in Romans 15. I forgot my Bible. Uh-oh. Jordan, can you grab uh, Tony a Bible? What are you going to do? How can I forget my Bible? <laughs> That's what I always say every Sunday. <laughs> Hi there, Justin! Come on, sit down. Pull up a chair table. Yes. We're going to do 15 again. Um, I got I got a question on that. What that Look at her pointing fingers. <laughs> yeah, it says here, for everything that is written in the past, written to teach. And so endure. Okay, wait a minute. That's not. So, uh, sorry, Lord. Um, it's the, but it was the woman. Approached, and I don't know what that means. I, just, I drew a picture the other day on my laptop. And. I started, it was started off as a tree, and I made like oh, a big tree with long roots and everything, and I drew Adam sitting on yeah, the rock, uh, please, contemplating whether you should, it, it's more of like, <laughs> should I sin? Because <laughs> on the other side of the tree, Eve is, uh, Eve is already eating the... He didn't like the Eve I draw. I have to tell you it looked like, like you. That's wrong. No, you know, you put the you put the apple in the drink. No, but okay. Which first of all, how'd you know it was an apple? But first off, no, here's no. the thing. Okay, you ready? No way. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Here's the trick. You guys ready? It wasn't even none of their fault. I find them Satan. You want to know why? Adam and Eve didn't even know what sin was. Oh yeah, that's right. So I don't know. You're kind of fooling me there. But they did know they were salt nuts. Yeah, that part too. Yeah, but they didn't know what's in what. They were, and they were like Eve was like, deceived, and Adam chose. They were like, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's that's. Oh, do you know what? Eve was deceived. Eve was deceived, and Adam chose. That's why I drew it that way. Oh, that's messed up. Adam's worse. That's the truth, though, because he was told not to. That right there. Because of it, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> we need to go beat up that this guy named Adam. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With well, that being said, curse um, the ground. Welcome everyone who's uh, been here. Welcome everyone online. I don't know who's online, but whoever's online, hello. I don't have Facebook. So we need to know who did it last time. No, nobody. Shorty did it. Oh yeah, Shorty did it. I mean, don't you call her Shorty? I'm gonna say that. That's your sister right there. That's messed up. I'm gonna say that. Hi, MJ. Can you log into Facebook so we can <laughs> see the chat? Yes. Thank you. Okay. Who's MJ? Shorty. Mary J. That's so you can get away with that. Yeah, of course. I've known her for 30 years. Go ahead. Here. Here. She knows I'm joking with her. Absolutely. Oh, that's right. Okay. Roger Sorry, says, Roger says hello. Tracy says hello. Alyssa 
Says hello, everyone. It's hello, a little everyone. dark. Tracy Everett. It's a little dark, so I'm going to go turn the lights on. Oh, wait. We don't need I'll that. Get it. I'll turn it we on. can just show our light and it'll light. The <laughs> <room>. <laughs> Amen. Is that why you left it off? Let your light shine. Oh. I just uh, hit you wanted to see if uh, we shine light. Uh, that's what all it was. So we're going to be in Romans 15 today. How are you doing, Justin? Pretty good. Good. We're almost through the end of the book. The next parts are pretty dull, but still important. Once you get in chapter 16, it's all just like a farewell. Just hope more gets on there. Farewell. It's all personal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all personal. I guess you're one of them. I think that's the last chapter. Yeah, really. <laughs> Maybe we should just reenact it out. We re-reenact chapter 16 out. Yeah. Yeah? You down for that, Tony? Yeah, we can act We can act chapter 16 out. This is blasphemy. Why? Because God's not a God of debt. Um, could your church use cash? That's blasphemy. What's this one? Well, that's going to hurt the table. Well, it's like, could your <laughs> church use trash? Yeah, that's it. I don't want it. Trash. Burn it. Burn the blasphemy. It's just bankers doing banker things. Um, so let's uh, pray in. Any announcements besides the good news nights? I don't think so, right? We got to add Men's and women's breakfast on the 23rd. Men's and women's breakfast on 23rd. A week? Yeah, a week from Saturday. Saturday. Did you do it? Did you bring anything? Yeah, I guess I can't. Yes, yourself. And a neighbor. Did you give your testimony last time? Yeah, he did. He did. Oh, yeah, yeah. And everybody needs to be at the work day. Everybody. It's a mandatory work day. Oh, I got to work on my house. Punk. I'm helping, you know. Punkette. <laughs> I gotta put some windows in. There's only three left. There's Why only two windows alive. I don't even know what Why this one's for. Because that room's gotta get in. So we can put carpet down. Upstairs? Uh huh. The rats must go. Yeah. Not the home. A lot of times we get We got one the other night. So I think there's only one or two left. I like how, she, I like how you talk. <laughs> and so like, I set. I set the big trap. Good fellowship too. I set the big one where I'm like, oh man, if this goes off in my hand, I'm gonna break a finger. It's one of those ones. So I'm all the one that'll smack. The- so he tried to come up while I was home, so I know he's hungry. So hopefully when I get home, he's just stuck on that trap. Because look, I, I put it down there last time with peanut butter. The truth, like to get his mind going, like, oh, this is a safe place to eat peanut butter. It's good. So he's gonna go. I've ever been to. So he's gonna go, and he's gonna go this time, and it's gonna whack him good. Just so get rid of stick. I, I, I don't know. Some of them are smart though. Uh, you know. Just get rid of the stick. Oh, around the penny bars gone and the trap's still gonna be there. Used to the fact that you don't set it the first few times. So like you think it's going to always it's in the rough. And the last one the last one I used time last time I used it, it split the rat in half. When it went off. I woke up it was in two pieces. Give us some. Got a pen for you. 
Thank you. Yeah. All right, so uh, let's pray in. And it's uh, then the rubber end can do on your phone. Stylist. Oh, Jacob says, hey, I can hear you guys this time. So we... Who couldn't hear us last time? My well, brother. Jacob. Jacob. That's cool. supposed to be here because the, the microphone wasn't pointing at you. He was talking the whole time. Yeah, that one. The other one was too. Yeah, nobody was. Oh, was talking a lot. I had to turn the TV all the way up. It was like, dang. Not all the way, but way. Turn it up to 100. To hear me? Yeah. But everyone else that could hear me. Thanks. So what are you guys thinking what are you guys thinking about going over next after Romans since we're right there? They were talking about Ooh. revelation. Oh, yeah, revelation. Oh, revelation. Oh. Who's gonna teach me? Either that or go to Thessalonians. The Lord is gonna teach all of us at that point. I've never yeah, seen Ma- I've never seen Matt's take on it. So. Yeah, we could get into it. Cool. Let's see if you guys want to. Yeah, it goes hand in hand with the uh, chapter five. Thessalonians. Almost, Didn't you say Thessalonians? End of Thessalonians. A lot of Thessalonians. yeah, Thessalonians and, and uh, there's a lot. Of it's like all Old Testament too, like all I, 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 small yeah. prophets, a lot of Isaiah, a lot of mm. Jeremiah, a lot yeah. of Ezekiel. You know, all, 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 oh yeah, the end of Ezekiel, uh, right. Daniel, Jude. Jacob says Jude. And it's even splattered throughout the like Bible chapter. talking about we already did that one. the trumpet. The, she said Jude. The last she Jacob trumpet. says Jude. The I know, we already did that one. That's, that's Don't tell him. We already did that one. We did that with John. Song. And that's what we're listening to. It's also crazy how true in Revelations, how a lot of it um, um, relates to what's happening today. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you can, things that are in there are happening today. If you yeah. really pay attention and see, that's what I love about it. Yeah. The one thing that today that really rings out to me, you guys, I was talking to somebody about it today. Um, the Bible says that in the end times, <clears throat> good will become evil and evil will become good. Yeah, you're talking to me. We're like in the midway point. And I have to tell you guys, I have to tell you guys something. It's true even in the church. And it's definitely true in your family, and it's definitely true yeah. with your neighbors or coworkers or anything. You can't have a converse, Christian conversation with people today. Yeah, and, and everything they do is 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 backwards. You know, like if you want to do what That's God, bad. if you want to do what God called you to do, do the opposite of what the world's doing. Yes, <laughs> I'm telling you, that's the world we live in. Families going against each other, and I oh see it more and more, and I mm-hmm. see it. I hear people talking about mm-hmm. it, and it's just oh, Peter. Yeah. Peter talks about yeah. it too. You see where our you see where our kids are right now? They're so rebellious, like doing things the world's telling them to do against, and then going against their parents. The next step is going to be them turning their parents in, Mm -hmm. even unto death. That's what the Bible says to get their way. And parents will be doing that to their kids. Like weird stuff's going to happen. You're not going to do that to me, are you? No. No, I would do it to you. (laughs) It's almost like every commandment is being broken. So so. So blatantly, blatantly, yeah. exactly. That's what Peter talks about too. He says it gets so bad that that it's just out in broad daylight. Yeah. No longer trying to hide it. Lawlessness. Yeah. So you recommend, like in the book of Revelation, what before, prior to that revelation? Can you say Peter talks about it? Would you do you say maybe go with Peter then Revelation? Like prep this. There's things we could go through. You could go through Daniel first. You could go through uh, Thessalonians that talks mm-hmm. a lot about it. 
and things like that. Jesus, Jesus. Go what breaks Jesus it down the most. About it. Yeah. I want to know everything. Yeah. I think yeah. Daniel's the one that you reference the most. Yeah, the yeah. problem is... Because it, it's the continuation of what Daniel ended off on. The problem is, and the reason why I don't get into Revelations a lot with you guys, is because we're, we're at a place where... Um, you guys need to learn so much more of God's word. And right. People get caught up in revelations, and yeah, you'll get stuck there. We'd be stuck there for a year or two. Oh, and I don't mind doing that. I, I would love. We should do a class with the elders. Uh-huh. You know, to to make sure they're right there too. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? But uh-huh. um, but there's so many other things that you guys could, could be growing right. in. You know, but yeah. we could we could do revelations and take a couple of years and put the other books into it. Right. You know what I mean? Like I was saying earlier, too, the whole reason Revelations there is just to, there just, goes our plan. Just, yeah. just to warn us, but it's not for us to get caught up uh-huh. in it because we're not going to be part of it. Now, what about that's, the, what, that's what Tina said What today. the book about John? I hear a lot. I mean... Which, did we go was, through John? Yet? We did all the Johns and did um, all the Peters. You weren't here yet. Yeah, but she wasn't John. here yet. Oh, you guys yeah. went through the book of John. And you weren't here yet. We could also. Yet, and you weren't here yet. And you weren't. You know, here we should yet. do a gospel. So we could do John. We should do a gospel. Yeah. We should do a gospel. Like we done Luke and John, maybe we do Mark or Matthew. Yeah. Because I hear, I mean, some of my coworkers, I guess they're studying about John, and I just hear their conversation. Yeah. And I thought, mm. We did John, First John, Second John, Third John. Uh, we did all of them. We did all of them. First and second. But Peter. but you guys, but that whole side of the table wasn't here. Just just we were. Yeah. So we could do it again too. So, but uh, but I I like what he said. Did we sure we didn't do Mark recently? We haven't done Mark. Maybe that's my personal study because I've already gone through it. Yeah. Mark is good too because I started reading Mark. small. We could start in Mark. The thing the thing I love about John though, and then we need to start this Bible study. But the thing I love about John is that he's the pastor of love. Mm-hmm. That man, the whole book is is on God's love and and how how he so yeah. relates to it because it is he that was his that was his gift. Yeah. First John, Second John, or Third John. Yeah. Well, there's, there's Saint John. Just John. There's there's Saint John, which is the Gospel of John. John. Yeah. yeah. And then at the end, but at the end of the just before um, Jude and, and Revelation. There's first, second, and third John, and same writer. Those are letters. Same writer. That's, that would be good. Those are letters that John wrote. Yeah, one's the, the gospel of Christ, and one is letters to the church. That would be good because with Romans, I what I'm getting out of it is love your neighbor, and and, and you know sometimes. And then it our, says we I think our pride. I think with John, we were we were here with pride. We I did the small because it's oh, been oh, dealing we with me. Yeah. Okay. With pride, you know. Well, let's start with let's start Malin with Mark. says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for this wonderful time to gather and learn about your word, Lord. Help us uh, open our ears and our eyes and uh, take in your word, Lord, and help us uh, put it into practice and show everyone who you are. Um, bless the study ahead. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So we left off at verse five, yes? Mm, yes. 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 Let me get my phone over have my little study. Got a question? Yeah. See, I was listening yesterday, I was listening to the Bible on my iPad. And on my iPad it said reproached. Okay, what does the reproach of those 
who reproach you fell on me. What does that mean? What verse? It's the third verse on Romans, um, on Romans 15, verse it says, For even Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. So, so the reproach is to anybody that's coming against you harshly, they're coming against Christ, not you, because you represent him. R says insults, but reproach means the same thing. Yeah, okay. mine says insult. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's I understand the reproach though, because with mm-hmm. the the in the context of the scripture, mm-hmm. it means somebody's coming against you. Mm-hmm. you understand? Okay. Yeah. So when someone's coming against you, and if you're in the life of if you're walking in step in your faith, right? Someone's coming against you. They're not coming against you. They're going against Christ. I want to tell you to get this. This is perfect to go with what he's talking about. Okay. Every single day, people reproach me. Every day yeah. they reproach me. Just the truth. It happens at least once or twice a day, because I'm different. Do you understand? I'm different in this. I'm different in every way. It's like. How do they reproach you? Um, you reproach me, Matt. I know. Well, like, like, okay, today I was cussed at twice, and they know I'm a Christian. They know I'm a pastor. So being cussed at, that's being reproached? Yeah, yes. because no one reproaches. It's like an attack. It's like an insult. It's like an approach. It's like an insult. Yeah. I'm approaching you, and I'm. Like, oh, like that. Well, you snap that? Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Exactly. Like that. Okay. This, like that. This, this young lady hit a home run. Oh, <laughs> this young lady hit a home run. Tell her what you said. It's like testing um, what he stands for. What he stands for. Yeah. You get it? Okay. And it happens every day. Exactly. If you're in the world, it should happen to you every day. Because the world is the opposite of Christ, and you represent Christ. Because what happens is, unintentionally, because you love everybody, they just don't know it. Right? then you're actually reproaching them by your behavior because you're not doing what they're doing. See, I don't reproach people because I don't reproach people be, uh, because they're doing something I wouldn't do. I think that's a much better word than insult. You understand? I wouldn't, I wouldn't reproach them because of something I wouldn't do. You get it? But, they, but the world knows that I wouldn't do what they would, that they're, what they're doing, so they reproach me. That makes sense. Just what happens all the time. It's like, it's like that story I told you about that nephew when all the people were in the garage, and they wouldn't come out because I was there and they thought I was judging them. Who's judging who? They're in there talking trash on me in the garage, and I'm out here loving everybody in the room. You get it? Yeah. But it's because of who we are and who we represent that it goes against them, so that's why they reproach you. Right. And it should be happening every day, and it shouldn't be a bad thing. It should be a good thing because the Bible says that when they know that and act like that, they know that you are saved and they're going to be condemned. That's a beautiful thing, or they wouldn't do it. Okay, mm-hmm. so they know it. And the reason why it's a beautiful thing is because we kept representing the truth so that they can be saved. So you're and we, saying, we take the reproach so, so they that can happens, be saved. So, right. so when that happens, it's because you're doing, you know you're doing something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, know, that, that, know that you're on that the right That is happening path to me when every you, day. Yeah, yeah, that's what I just said. It should every be happening day. To you and every I'm day. like. When you walk into a dark room, <laughs> when you walk into a dark room, and I'm talking about sin, when you walk into a dark room, you ought to light it up. Yeah. That's how The I Bible know. says that his word illuminates things so we yeah. can see. Well, when we become His Word, we illuminate things so that they can see. Uh, the problem is they don't like what they see, uh-uh. so they, right. they reproach. What is yeah. the word again? What do they do again? Hmm? They reproach. Yeah. They reproach you. They reproach you. Right. You know, I have think people. Of it, think of it this way. Like the people that are living in darkness, 
right? What are they doing? They're they're hiding in the darkness. They're doing these things, knowing that they're wrong. And when the light comes in, it's exposing them. And 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 they run and get mad and lash out because <laughs> like they witches. don't want to be exposed. Remember, I told you guys you could do the wrong thing and nobody knows it, and you still bring that spirit in. Well, when we come in, when we come into people's lives. Even though we're not judging them or anything, they still reproach us because it goes against them. Even if we're not coming against them, it still goes against them. Matt, Matt said one time, it's kind of funny. Uh, it's like opening the door on someone and they're undressed, mm -hmm. exposing them. They're like, ah! Yeah. You know? <laughs> and you and I, you and I spiritually should just be naked to everyone. Because yeah. we don't have anything to hide in Christ. And the really cool thing is the next part of that verse. He says, for the insults of those who, who insult you have fallen on me. That's what we got to remember. They're not insulting us. They're insulting Christ. Okay. Because of Christ in us. And yeah, no, no, no. Here, here. Hey, look at the passage. Wait, look, that's see what he said. See how different books read? And, Wait, look, that's what he said, though. You, oh, man, you messed me up. Dang it. <laughs> nice. That's um, four, right? Sorry. We're doing that's Yeah, we're four. four. <laughs> yeah. Um, what did you just what did you just say? Insult to those who insult you have fallen. Okay, you guys understand this. That's supposed to happen just like I said, okay? God has them right where he wants them. Mm -hmm. And he's using your life to expose it. Mm -hmm. You understand? Mm -hmm. So you can't take offense to it. It's what it is. It's what we were before we were saved. And it's the way we used to think about Christ before we knew the truth. Right, right, right. It's like you throw a rock That's into a pack of dogs. How do you know which one got hit? The one, one that yells. The one that goes, yep. Yep, the one yeah. that yells out. Yeah. It's like what you're saying. On my study, my study guide says they're who experience the fulfillment of God's plan. It's basically what you're saying. Yeah. God has them where he right wants, where he wants where, them. Because it's a plan. People who act out against you for doing the right thing, and you're not yes. even trying to go against them, you're just being who God made you. God has them right where he wants them because they wouldn't be going after you and doing things or saying things or any of that mm -hmm. stuff if it wasn't exposing them. Now I have a question. And maybe I'm going off content. We should praise God for that is right. what we should do. So I that happened to me and it was upper management. And I was, where is this coming from? And I had it to say, let's go over what's wrong with this I don't see anything let's go over line by line after everything that I had it to say and it was a positive godly way my character shine after that they were silent they haven't had said anything to me not even once and it's been a month yeah so that's like a, I feel now that's mm -hmm. like a fulfillment yeah. of God's plan yes. because now I have they respect me like yeah. there's. They fear something in me. I'm not doing anything because no. I took the insult because I was an insult to what, me. What comes with, with what comes with that though, especially in business or or in a yeah. or a thing like that, is trust. They're yeah. gonna trust you over other people now because they know your character. Ooh, I, but it's but it, it but yeah. it draws people into Christ is what it does. Yes. That's what. So when it's happening, you guys don't get it. Don't feel insulted. No. It's hard, but it's true. God's Amen. working in it. But but if we act like the world, is it uh -huh. going to fix anything? No. No. If we act the way we're being treated, is that going to help anything? No. No. But every life that in my life that ever changed was because I didn't do what they were doing. Right. Right. Look at the outcome of that thing I just shared with you guys a minute ago. You know what I mean? God is good. Yeah. Like all the time. Your pastoral I see that coming. 
Okay. All right. Continue. God dang it. One number. We're All right. So we're done with three. All right. So first five, yes? Yeah, we're yes. five. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, this where we stopped last time. All over. Do you have something to say about it? Well, I like this because he says, uh, verse four, for everything that was written in the past was written to teach us that through endurance and encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. And, and, and using that, what we were just talking about, the endurance. Um, That's what I talked about. Know that, know that when that stuff hits us, um, know it that it's coming against Christ, and that helps us to endure. How does that? A dog. A dog. Do you realize I think like something? Like picked up by a hawk or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Probably stuck somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was looking dead at you when I knew it. Probably stuck somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, so endur- endurance and encouragement of the scriptures. So look, we need to stay in our word, um, especially when things start coming against us. Stay in our word. Yes. And, and that encourages us. That helps us to endure. That draws us closer to Christ. And, and reminds us that no, it's going to be like this. Jesus didn't say, He didn't promise this was all going to be peachy keen. He promised that those who follow me are going to be persecuted. Yeah. And you see that hope? It's a godly hope for the other person. Mm-hmm. Right? It's a trip, but it's true. There's people at this table that have been angry with me in stupid ways, and I just kept loving them. And with the hope that their life would change, that they would come to know Christ, really know Him and grow in Him, and have what I have and more. You get it? That's a godly hope for people. I had that for several people today, just being in this neighborhood. Yeah, and you're right, Pastor. And that's hard. I mean, (laughs) I mean, people have, you know, I'm going to use it, you know, people have hurt me. And it's how can you, but I have, I'm loving them, but I know I like. You know what? When you get old, <laughs> listen, like sister, when you get a little older in Christ, you start to grow a little yeah. more. You're not going to think anything of no. it. No. Right yeah. now, it still hurts us because we're still thinking like the world. But you're not going to, you're not going to, no. every once in a while, you still will, depending on who it is or what it is. Yeah. But you'll get over it quick. But, but for the most part, it won't ever affect you again no. because no. you'll understand it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't know what God's doing. Mm-mm. Every single person, especially in my family, and remember I told you guys almost everybody in my family saved now after 30 years? Amen. Let me tell you something. That was a lot of endurance and a lot of, mm-hmm. what was the two words we were on that verse? You reproached. Right? Encouragement. Encouragement. Yeah. It was a lot of. reproached you all the time. It was, listen, and, and what it's saying is that the Bible is the one who gives us that and encourages us. Because mm-hmm. it was all the things written in the past so we could see the life. Yeah. We. This kid went over Daniel with you guys. Can you imagine your brothers hating you enough to sell you, first try to kill you, and Joseph. then sell you Joseph. into slavery? Yeah. Joseph. Joseph. Yeah. And then sell you into slavery? That's like, encouraging. Right? That. And then the first job you get where you're actually purchased and you're a slave, you're doing really good, and somebody threatens you of rape or accuses you of rape because she didn't get her way with you? You get put in prison? And then from prison to, you know what I mean? Think about it. And that guy's. Yes. All of that. And all of that led to him saving his family who originally tried to kill him. God had a plan. He has a plan. Right? Mm -hmm. And what did he do? He he literally broke and just loved his brothers. Mm -hmm. 
We love gave Benjamin him everything. the best. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. That's that's that hope right there. God has a plan, and we're part of the plan. If you say that you're a child of God and you're going to serve Him wholeheartedly, He has the right to to choose to do whatever He wants with your life. Yeah. You get it? Yeah, Once you understand right. that, you know what happens? You just resolve to accept it. Yes. Things are happening. I just go, okay. I always say, here, this is something I do privately, okay? But I'll share it with you, okay? I always say the blood of Jesus over that, and I just move on. Amen. Amen. Because when I say that, what I mean is, Lord, in that hope, save them. Or if they're already saved, to share with them. Let them know they're not quite yet where they ought to be. You understand? Let them hear themselves. Because they know the truth and they speak it, but they're not living it. So I just, I don't say all those things anymore. I just say, I pray the blood of Jesus over it. And then I still love them like they didn't do anything. You get it? I get it, yeah. It just, but it takes time in Christ yeah. to get there, so yeah. don't worry about yeah, it. You're okay. getting there. Uh, yeah. But mm -hmm. but it's such a beautiful thing because when you see those people, my, when my brother was here, he used to always tell people, man, 20, 30 years, I trashed my brother. Told him trash, cussed at him, did whatever. I did all this stuff, and all he did was keep loving me, and that's what brought him 20 years, 20 something years later. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He's still out in the world now again and stuff, messing up, but the reality is, he still has that same thing with me because he knows. He knows yeah. You know what I mean? He knows he can always come back, too. He can always, you get it? Yeah. But but you have to have that in, in the Lord with everyone. Yeah. It just, if you don't have it, you're gonna you're just gonna keep doing the same damage you've always done mm -hmm. to yourself first, and then to others. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amen. A fact. So learn from the. This one always learns from just listening. Other people have to learn from the lumps on their head. Whoa! I've I made a couple mistakes. Should. You made a lot, but I'm trying to cover you. <laughs> I'm trying to cover you with that anointing one. <laughs> Anyways. Lumps, uh, what I was, what I wanted to say on it was, uh, which I was showing <laughs> Justin over here, was you guys remember Romans five verse three, it talks about perseverance produces character and character mm -hmm. produces yep. hope. Yeah. No, it's yeah. One one before that wasn't it suffering? Produces suffering perseverance. Yeah. yeah. Produces perseverance. And so, mm -hmm. no matter what, that's why there's the part right before it, which is um, the suffering. You have people throwing insults at you, reproaching you, coming against you. And it hurts your heart because you're like, man, I love these people. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, they're your family. They're your friends. There's people that are close to you that are coming against you the most. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so it hurts. Including and you have to have that suffering. But then you have that perseverance through it, and you produce a character for yourself, which is produces a hope for those people. Your character is Christ mm -hmm. in you. Christ in me, Christ in me, but the just hope like rejoice. of glory. Mm. Just rejoice. Be my it's just everything. building you. <laughs> but just like everything. Jacob mentioned to stay about that Joseph, the Joseph, right? It, the story, is it is a, a true encouragement. Correct. What he had it to endure. And that's what it says, in the writing. All, in all the circumstances. The because I, I was trying to picture myself after I was thinking about it. I was picturing myself, me being in him. Wow. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah so we don't can, even... You can... I mean, I was even, just kind of... It's a game changer, huh? Yeah. We don't, even know what, we don't even know what suffering is. No, we don't. We don't but, even know what an insult is but, or any of that stuff. But to endure yeah. what he had it to endure, and basically the insults and everything. Yeah. You know? There'll probably come a day where, where if I'm still alive, we may go to prison for our faith and have to endure the stuff that people say do to us. Right now, we're falling. I mean, it'll just turn into worship. Because they said something. Mike, 
They don't invite me anywhere. <laughs> me and Jacob will be in that a cell next to each other, just <laughs> praising the Lord. <laughs> It'll just turn into warship. And then the doors in there. And then the doors will just open, and we'll walk out. Because as a Christian, when you, when you go through the like insults, you can back. They, they, some Christian goes, could say, "Forget this. Oh. I, I'm not going to do this anymore. This is too much. I can't endure." Yeah, right. And they back. Yeah, you but see. You, that happens today too, and that's why that's why it's so funny. Because I but see it. Oh, yeah. you see, you see. I told you guys a bunch of times, but Paul, the one who wrote most of the New Testament, and his imprisonment could have walked out anytime he yeah. wanted to, just by denying Christ. Mm -hmm. Just yeah. that quick, he could have been. I'm a Roman citizen. I don't want to be here anymore. I'm not. I'm not going through with this. And he could have walked out. Hi, Jesus. Hi, Angie. Hi, Angie. You should be here. Is your is your electrical still working? Cry, baby. Okay. And even one of the times he had the doors fly open, and he still stood in prison. Mm -hmm. I like that one. So in Peter our life, we, we, tend to, we tend to start witnessing <laughs> to people, right? And the people that the people that are receptive, that's the ones we talk to the most. And, and the, ones that are, the ones that are yelling or, or, or giving us flack about it, that's the ones we kind of shy away from. And we think that, uh, we think that we're going to be more effective with the ones receiving it. But it's, it's actually, I've had it happen the other way. But why? You know, why would we shy away? I mean, be, just because it's uncomfortable, because it's you know they're yelling at you, they're they're beating up on you, you know, and and and, and it's not always you, you don't stand up against them and yell back. No, you, know, you just let I mean, them. I you can, you, but it's not going to work. It's not going to yeah, it's not going to change. Things. But wouldn't it be like the way Jesus used to stand? That you know why the blasphemy, and he would tell them that because he knew how to speak to them. Like right, he yeah, had confidence. I mean, well, yes. you know, not just that, but most yeah. of the time, people respected him enough, or he didn't say anything to most people. When he did what he did in the Bible, that I picked up on is mostly to the people who thought they were the elders of the church, the ones yeah. who, the ones who the should ones have been doing right. Those right. are the ones he called out because the other out. ones didn't know because they, they weren't know. teaching them. And it's a rapport you develop with people too. You yeah. know, you. You get close to people, and some people you could tell them, "Hey, you shouldn't be doing that." Other people you can't tell that because you're not in that circle with them, you know. So um, you you just learn how to talk to people. You learn how to uh, develop relationships with people, and and as you do develop those relationships, you can you can speak yeah. to people, you know. And and that's the position God puts us in, in in our life. It's the works He's prepared us for. Yeah. But just just know that every situation there's no blanket there's no blanket script to talk to people. It's a one on one. And that's what Jesus did every time. It's one on one. You just have to try to be real. Mm -hmm. Be yeah. real. Share yourself, share your life, and share who Christ is in your life. That's what that changes lives. Um <clears throat> My mother-in-law, last thing I want to say about it, because it's kind of a good one, okay? But whenever she knew I was coming, she had put up a wall before I got there. Like, it was crazy. Like, she knew I was coming, she, she'd, like, prepare herself. And I wasn't anything. I just was being, you know, like I am right now, you know what I mean? You almost choked on that. But, but it was because she was doing things she shouldn't have been doing. And every time I came into her life, I tried to tell her about the Lord or this, that. So she'd put up a wall so that I couldn't before I got there. You know what I, the only breakthroughs I had with her, she's saved now and she's a wonderful Christian woman, but the only breakthroughs I had with her was when she didn't know I was coming. So that's how I knew not to call her anymore because she'd put that wall up, you know? 
and those are the things you see those are the things he reveals to you and and you start knowing how how to reach people how to speak to them you know um not to you know when to open up the subjects and, and break into them it's just you know um it's not that we we get in tune with the spirit and the spirit prompts us you know it's not preparing a script out hey oh i'm gonna beat them but this is what they need to hear this yeah. is right where they're at and then take it and just blast them with it no yeah. it's not like that you let the holy spirit right speak to you right god knows the time and place and you know and we just seek him and, and we'll know there's a lot of cry out there i see it i don't know why i'm seeing it a lot of what? there's a lot of people that are hurting that needs oh, yeah. to hear the news yeah i see it i don't know when i walk i see it i look and i'm like oh I was trying to spend some time with these people you guys yeah. saw when you were coming up. Mm -hmm. And I told them, I said, you guys, being out there, you know, you need a break. I said, you come to church and people in our church will love you. They don't care where you come from. Yeah. You know what I mean? It'll change your life. Mm -hmm. That was what I was testifying to them the whole time yeah. they were here. Mm -hmm. Kept mm -hmm. encouraging them. Try to get them to stay tonight. Mm -hmm. Tell them, you guys aren't going to experience what you're going to experience here somewhere else. That's yeah. right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's what that's about. That's about, yeah. Amen. Read the next two verses together, will you? Okay. It says, May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind toward each other that Christ Jesus had, so that with the one mind and the one voice you may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. I was waiting on you. Oh, you told me to read them together. Well, like well you, because one of them, one of them, <laughs> sounded like you had something. Well, yeah, because five says, "May the God who gives encouragement." Mine reads a little different. I want to read it. Okay, okay go for it. Uh, May the God uh, who gives encouragement and in, who gives endurance and encouragement give you a spirit of unity among yourselves as you follow Christ Jesus. So. The first thing he's telling us is that we need, we all need to see Christ so that we can come together and be one in him, mm -hmm. right? Because as one in him, we can reach others. Yeah. Yes. You get it? So the second part is the reaching others. So we have to work on the one. We're here. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's why we have Bible study. We encourage each other to read the word and talk to each other about it all the time. And what happens is nobody understands it at first. And nobody understands each other at first. Mm -hmm. But the closer, like... Everybody here, probably this guy, this guy, that guy, this guy, they didn't understand me at all when they first met me. Who are you? You get it? Because cause, cause my thinking and my attitude and my, my decisions were different. Where did they come from? Well, you encourage them to know the Lord. Next thing you know, they start to understand it because they're getting it from God the same way you did. And then we became one. And you guys are becoming one with that. You understand? Mm -hmm. And in that oneness of Christ, that unity, we can reach others. Amen. The same way they were reached, you're being reached. Right? Yes. You get it? So the second half says, so that. I should have just read it. See, so that. You have to have this so that. And also, you don't have to do it on your own. Right. You know, if you don't know how to witness to people, you don't know how to like share with them, even though we talked about how it's just one-on-one -on -one with them and everything. Then, then just invite them. Invite them to come. Right? I'm terrible. You guys in public? I'm terrible in public. I don't know how to reach people. I try and I don't know how. But you get them here, I'll share the gospel all day long with them. Right? <laughs> some of us have some of us have some of us have different gifts. 
That's been like today I was at work and I'm like, what's going on? Because remember I should have shared my testimony on Tuesday. But today I had some lady, she's talking to me. She was older, but still young, maybe like in her forties. And um, she's like started talking about her personal life. And I'm like, I don't know this lady. And she's basically telling me her husband and you know, divorce and all that. But then she starts getting into detail about how every other day she's sleeping with different men. I was so, gonna say, do we want to know the details? <laughs> yeah, and she's like going on and on, and I'm like, so I tell her, um, you know, well, that's why they say, because she's telling me how she's been feeling. And I, I'm like, well, that's why they say when you have sex, you know, um, you're supposed to be married because you guys are supposed to be considered as one, and Should what you're doing, one, yeah. you're bringing all these soul ties and, and bringing, you know, mm-hmm. and. I kind of like stopped a little bit, but I'm like, have you been going to church? Because I'm like, I kind of like, didn't freeze up, but I'm like, oh my goodness, I've been getting this a lot, but I know that I have to study. Like I have my connection with God, but now I feel like I need to learn it now. Because now I feel like it's time to really get in the word. So that way I'm just not encouraging them. Like I want to, you know? And she was like, you know what? Actually, yeah, I've been wanting to go. I was thinking about fasting. I'm like, well, when you fast, you got to read your Bible. You know, you got to have, you got to go through prayer. It's just not just giving up your food, you know? And um, she was like, yeah. But it was already time to go in. And she was like, I just, you know, I said, you just feel alone. I said, but once you go to church and you have your connection with God, like, he'll fulfill that emptiness. Like, you and know. Then you and won't have to try to find it. Like, it's time people. to go in. And I was like, whew. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Deep down inside, I was like, because well, well, I like didn't you did. know what to say, you know? Sounds like you did a great job. Yeah. So what you're yeah. saying, I'm like, yeah, because I don't, you know. But I have, like, you know, let's go. Like, let's yeah. go to church. You did a good job, yeah. Like, even with my mom, she's like, oh, you've been going? I'm like, yeah. I actually like going to the Bible study, you know. Well, I've been looking. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, bring your mom with you. You know, I've just been like, I, I don't you, know. It's been so weird lately. Like, yeah. But it's been like that since I was young. But now that I'm like on my own little journey, kind of seeing things more clear, I'm just like, uh, yeah. you know, maybe I came back at the right time. <laughs> you said something, and, I, and I'm the type of person, I don't want to leave it alone. I want to hit on it, okay? Just a little bit. Um, it's very true what you told her. Um, most couples today have problems with intimacy because they've been intimate with multiple partners. Mm-hmm. And and when we don't have that, then we don't have a problem with intimacy. And um, I've seen it over and over and over again because the Bible says, I, I quoted it last week, I think, that the writer Paul said, if I lie with a prostitute, I've made Christ one with a prostitute. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because that, that union is, is brought together. It's supposed to be brought together till death do you part. So now you've made yourself one with all these different people. You know, not that God can't forgive that and change it because he can and will. But there's a problem with intimacy till you truly give it to him and let him work through your life in it because of it. It's because you're, when you do that act, you're supposed to be with the person you're with, period. You know what I mean? But today... There's not. There's nobody I know that hasn't been with multiple partners, and they're young. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know. That's true. Okay, I'm just gonna share it with you guys. I'm just gonna share it with you guys. My first wife was my high school sweetheart. I didn't know anybody before that, and it was a, it was the best marriage I ever had. I, anybody could ever have. Thirty five years of nothing but good stuff. Nothing bad to look back on. Nothing. 
like five arguments in 35 years and they didn't even go anywhere. You know what I mean? And that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. That's what it's meant to be, that kind of intimacy. Yeah. You understand? And um, <clears throat> my second marriage is going just as good, in case she's listening. Hi, <laughs> Cody. <laughs> but anyways, that's the way it's supposed to be. Do you understand? Right, no, it's true. But, but the kids today aren't going to know that. And if they don't find Christ, they're going to struggle their whole lives. And they're going to, they're going to, they, they just so easily leave people because they've left so many others. They just so easily give up on things because they've always been given up on and they always give up. And it all comes from these kind of things. We have to be faithful. First to him, and he makes us faithful to others. Yes. Amen. Amen. When you give, when you have a relationship with Jesus first, every relationship you have after that's better, yeah. and everything can be fixed. Because yeah. he's not gonna, he's not gonna leave you without everything you need to right. make it right. Amen. Amen. It's something beautiful, and, but and putting God first doesn't detract from anything; it enhances it. Amen. I used to, I used to, because I had a problem when I when I first. When, when we, when we he had, had a problem first, with it too because he'd been with so many other when people. When we had our first kid, no, just when, when our first baby was born, I'm like, I'm supposed to love God more than this baby. Amen. You know, but then, but then, stepping in and doing it, realized it, it made that love for my son a lot better, a lot more, um, because because putting God first enhances all of it. Mm -hmm. It's so true, and I could say that because for me and Orlando, you know, coming to church, and I could see because it was bad in every area in our lives as, you know, as being a couple, a husband and wife. Now, what you're saying, God, giving it to God, mm -hmm. God will fix it mm -hmm. because he has fixed a lot, a lot. of areas as a husband and wife you keep striving forward yes, in christ it is true and 10 years from now you're going to be blown away yes 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 i just already see it how you know like it's the character everything i see it mm -hmm. i already see it and the change in your life is like yes. so profound you're like i used to be that you know yes. why <laughs> you know why because every one of these little things god fixes in your life mm -hmm. changes your whole life that's yes. why every little thing is is to to god every little thing once you once you understand it your life's changing it becomes the biggest thing you know, in the world, it means nothing, but to, to Christ, it means everything. Yes. You know, he's 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 in it. He's in us for a reason. Amen. And what the beauty is that he you he fixes you, you and God, you, and then he fixes your your spouse, uh -huh. right? Then I notice your children because mm -hmm. I see it, yeah. I see it, and, and I'm just blind. I'm just blown away. I'm like, oh my God, do I? <clears throat> I do my so, God! Everything that I've done in my life—do I deserve this? But, but you're right. What you're saying with that statement, He fixes everything. Right. Imagine the strength of in the first verse five. Yeah. If we can all become united yes. in Him in the church, when somebody walked through imagine. that door, can you yes. imagine the love? Sounds like heaven. Bam! It's what it's supposed to be, right? Church should be a place that we run to, mm -hmm. to get out of the world, amen? You know what I like it, is it's a place that to remind us what's in here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, we come here and then we, we experience the love and, and it helps us remember when we go out. What we experience here is also in, is in our heart, mm -hmm. you know? That's the beautiful thing. 
when I first listened to one of the messages, it was like 900 in or something. I finally listened to one. And uh, I came back to the church the following Sunday and I said, you guys, everything I say from the pulpit, I believe. Amen. <laughs> but you know, I didn't know what I was saying until I heard it. And I was like, oh man, I believe all that stuff. And was like, <laughs> and they were like, do you not actually like study before you speak? Or? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, no, because you're living it, though. You don't yeah. know you're living it until you hear yourself yeah. speak it. And it's, you're right, 100%. It's, it's, what, it's what's in here. Yeah. It's in your heart. It's, That's why it, it's, it, this place doesn't like have any, like, there's, there's nothing crazy about this one special thing yeah. that's set up in the church. We don't worship that little thing, though. No. This, this building is just, this building, yeah, this building is just a reminder of what, what's inside of us already. Yes. And this, it's a place where we can come and share that with each other so we can take it out with the world. But the church is us. Yes. Yeah. This building is nothing. And right. it's love. Yeah, it would and just be an empty, it'd be an empty mm-hmm. nothing if we weren't in it. And it'd probably be a liquor store again. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I we, mean, should, we should do that to make some money. I remember someone saying, uh, oh, I wouldn't do that in the church. Really? Where's the church? It's in your heart. Yeah. It's in your so heart. Yes. Things you're doing outside of church, you're still doing them in church because yeah. the church is here. This is the temple. Mm-hmm. And I heard uh, Skip Isaac said um, recently, I heard him say that uh, um, church without Christ is the most boring place ever. Without yeah. Christ. But if you come with Christ and seeking Him, it's exciting. And oh, yeah. Sometimes yeah. people come here and they come with an attitude because they have an agenda. Mm-hmm. Or they're angry with somebody or this or that. Or they've just had a bad week and haven't studied or prayed or anything. They come in here crazy. And it, it's a good, okay thing. We, we want everybody here so they could leave better, you know. Yeah. But it's so much better when you come yeah. with the Lord. Amen. Amen. We all bring the Lord. We're united in Him. Man, this place will rock. Reunite. Wait a minute, this place does rock. Pastor Galen said, used to say, you know what? Come before you before you come to church, prepare. Yeah. Prepare. Read. Read. Pray. Be prepared. Ready. Come be to love about be, what you're gonna experience. Yeah, encouraging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you should be doing that every day. Yeah. And you start with before you go to make work. it easy. I'm like don't like don't make it too hard for the people yeah yeah don't do any of that (laughs) well you gotta prepare them (laughs) (laughs) all right verse seven or six or whatever all right you guys ready for this one wait wait i never read six yeah you guys talked no i did not listen all i did was say so that so that remember (laughs) right to set you up so that we have to be united in christ so that with one heart. That's why I wanted to read my... You just describe that, though. I don't care. I don't want to read it. So that with one heart and one mouth. Amen? You know, it doesn't matter who comes through that door like when you came through the door, right? Every single person hits you the same way, loved you the same mm-hmm. way, wants to share with you the same way. Mm-hmm. One heart, one mouth. Amen? Amen. You may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? We do it to bring glory to Him. Period. You see the beauty in that? You see the mm-hmm. you see the, 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 the heaven there? Yeah. Amen. We're all in one mind, mm-hmm. one spirit. His mind, one body, his spirit, you know? spirit of unity. So it's like it's like Voltron, we just get power more powerful. Yeah, know? because the unity you guys You guys the unity right there? If you guys all had unity with Matt, then we'd all be Matt. And we'd be all screwed up. Good. Right? If we all had unity in Paul, we'd be really screwed up. Right. But if we all have unity in Christ, 
That's powerful. Amen. It's powerful. That word unity right. with the Lord is powerful. Every one of our lives have changed because of the unity of Christ and the believers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we wouldn't have stayed. We wouldn't have wanted yeah. to learn. We wouldn't have grew. We wouldn't. Have, well, first of all, we wouldn't have been convicted. Mm-hmm. Not that we tried to convict anybody, but remember we talked about that presence. Yes. That light coming on, that illumination. Yeah. Right. Right. None of that would happen if we weren't in unity with That's God. Right. Amen. Amen. That goes back to what I was studying in Ephesians chapter 4, um, verse 2, all the way to verse 6. Read it. Uh, Are you going to stop at 6? You don't want to go any further? Come on, we'll read it and explain that to us, and we'll see if we go somewhere else. Let me get there. Where are you going? Speak. Okay, so. Wait, where are you going? Ephesians. Ephesians 4, chapter 2. Ephesians 4. No, there can't be 2. Four is chapter. Oh, four two is underlined in mine, so it's got to be good. Four chap. He said chapter two. Chapter four. four I'm sorry. Chapter four. Chapter four, four verse 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 two. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so it says. Being, Why don't you just start from one? I mean, you're right there. Okay. That's, <laughs> so okay. So because that that actually is, makes it go bam. Like this is I'm a prisoner and I'm doing this. Go on. Right. Chapter, um, chapter four. What? Two. Uh, we one. So this one is talking about the unity in the body of Christ. Amen. So, as a prisoner for the Lord, then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. Damn, home run. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. Amen. But to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. This is all I am. Go ahead. Tell me what you were now. Tell now. Tell us one or two through six that you wanted to share. Um, I feel that that coincides with coincides with what, what we're talking about. You know, having the unity. In Christ, mm-hmm. um, it's the recipe for it. Huh? It is. You know, it, it references in, in, in different books, and that, and that, and as I was studying it and I was listening to you guys talking, like, wow, this goes back to what I was reading and studying mm-hmm. in Ephesians. Mm-hmm. Same writer. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Beautiful. You're right. You hit a home run with that. Amen. So, on to verse seven. Well, I'll shade down for this one. This one's pretty bomb. <laughs> Nuclear radiation right here coming from here. Romans 15, 7, just in case. Accept one another. Oh, no, I'm not going to do that. Just as Christ accepted you. Oh, no. And you know what? That's hardcore. I want to share. I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, he put his glasses on to read it. Hey, it's like a 15 let megaton me, bomb. That let me dropped. tell you guys something. Remember we talked about being, what was the word you used? Reproached. Remember we talked about being reproached? Mm. Um. Uh, that's what he's talking about because not everybody's going to be in the faith where you're at mm-hmm. yeah. you know a year ago you you um you reproached me a few times and it was okay because I, I just loved you today today you might be being reproached by somebody for the same thing and not even notice it and get mad you get what i'm saying why did i how did i reproach you? well we don't want to get into that because okay. we'll be here for a couple of days what? <laughs> Come on. That was a long time ago. Amen. Right, right, though, right? But yeah. look at watch. What I'm saying is, is that we need to open our eyes to the Lord and see the truth because 
a lot of times what what we did to somebody else is happening to us now we don't see it yeah you know I, you know what cracks you i'm going to share this with you i'm going to be quiet after this because yeah, i know sure. i know jacob wants to share this okay watch watch here's the truth you guys want to hear the truth yes this is the god's honest truth and it blew my mind everything that i ever did in the church from the day i was saved until the day i became a pastor happened to me in the first two years Things I did to people, things I did to the pastor, things I said behind his back. All of it happened to me in the first two years, and I saw every bit of it because God opened me up to it so that I could be a better pastor. Amen. And I, went through, I went through H-E-double-L for those first two or three years. Oops. You understand? And you, and you know what? It was beautiful after I got through it because it's still happening today, but it's not happening to me anymore because of the reproach that we overcome through pairing with one another because they're not, they're going to do the dumbest things, say, right, Mike? The dumbest things, okay? All right. All right. When, when, when Paul's family was going through cancer and stuff, I set him down. I said, Paul, here's the dumb things people are going to say and do to you. Oh, yes. Bad things. And if you don't know them, and if you don't know them, you're going to get mad. But if you know them, you're going to endure them. And and because of that, I didn't get mad. You see, because God brought me through it. I didn't have a pastor, Matt, to tell me. But God brought me through it, and I went through hell when my wife was sick from people that are supposed to love me. Church members, family. I had one church member leave the church because I didn't have faith enough to heal her. I would have gave my life to heal her. Mm-hmm. God knows that. Yes. You get it? Yes. But weird, stupid, crazy things come from people. Yes. And and I was and God brought me through it. I never got mad at any of them. Even at the funeral, they were still saying something. The guy was still saying something to me, and I still didn't get mad at him. And and uh, I got to share that with Paul, or he would have went through so much more. You understand why? Because Paul maybe wasn't where I was at at the time, so I was able to help Paul so that he could get there without having to go through it. Mm-hmm. Shortcut. Yeah. That's why we're here. To but that's that's the depth of bearing with one get another. People to follow something that you they get don't it? have to go yeah. through. That's the depth, and I would I wouldn't have had that if I didn't give it to the Lord. I wouldn't have had that to give to Him if I acted like the world and treated them the way I was being mm-hmm. treated. And just turn around and, and realize too, because. People say dumb things, but they're not doing it usually out of malice, anger, attachment. They're doing it out of love, but they don't know what to say or what to do, and you know, and and they're trying to help, but some of it's that way too. Yeah, some of, but it 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 usually don't help, you know. But you just got if you if you take and step back and look at it through Christ's eyes and understand, hey, they're just trying to help. Matt, Matt told me a wonderful lesson once too, is like, you gotta let people love you. You know, and and and, and at first I didn't understand that, but but uh, people don't know how. They wanna reach out, they wanna help. You know, and, and we're usually prideful people, oh, we're not gonna accept handouts and stuff. But you know what? Um, uh, when when someone's reaching out and they're really hurting because you're hurting and they want to help that's the only way they know and sometimes you just you have to learn to accept it you got to let people love you um that was a huge takeaway mm-hmm. you know and, um, and and it's the same way with those words okay they they love and they mean well and and just accept it and and um you know and if it hurts take it to jesus you know yeah 
most people in the situations in death or something like that, mm -hmm. cancer or something, they look for people to blame. And yeah. so anything you say, they're going to use against you, and it's not going to be good. But if you're in Christ, then you can absorb everything that everybody else is doing mm -hmm. in any any situation you're in. And that's that's the beauty, you know. And, and uh, so just take from whatever you want from it, but... I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. Can I say something? Yes, ma'am, please. Yes. But you know you're not a by a mic because you're not at the table. So right. No, um, people online can't hear you. Yeah, they can't make it loud. Oh, there's speakers out there. You got a mic? Yeah. Speak loud. <laughs> well, God's perfect son was willing to bring sinners into God's family. And we need to ex embrace warmly embrace and accept one another and that's the thing is we can say all we want words but it's our actions that got it we need to warmly embrace them when they're at their worst yes. just like he did on the cross uh -huh. yeah that's what the whole thing was about when we first started talking about the, accepting the insults and whatever it doesn't matter go ahead though i'm sorry no and that's it no i'm done mm -hmm. and we just need to warmly embrace and accept one another amen yeah and it's hard to do you guys and you're not always going to be able to do it because you're not where you should be yet and this and that and that thing but when you catch yourselves let god work through it so that you don't so you're not that person next time it happens you know what i mean just if we're if we're letting god work in our lives then we're gonna we're gonna see those mistakes over and over and over again and they may happen over and over again then one day they just stop happening because we because we don't take our eyes off of him Mm -hmm. Just keep giving it to him. Keep giving it to him. Keep getting up in him. Amen. Mm -hmm. And your life's going to just, man, I remember I just told you about the first two years. Yes. If I didn't go through that with him, I probably wouldn't have got through the cancer thing. You understand? Yes. But because I got through that with him, he showed me how to get through everything with him. It's like the character that starts to happen after the perseverance. You get it? Mm -hmm. and, and you're suffering because of these things. You're also suffering because of your own sin. You're trying to overcome, you know, you're trying to give things up and this and that. You give it to the Lord, give it to the Lord, and you, and you, and you say, I'm not going to do that anymore. And you start focusing on God, replacing that with the things of God. Next, then you suffer through that. It's hard to not be the person you used to be anymore, that you were the, your whole life. You were raised to be and everything. It's hard. It's like peeling the skin off your body. You know what I mean sometimes? Well, then from that, you start to be... Uh, persevere through all kinds of things. It gets easier, you know. There's all these different things, but it gets easier to get through them because you because now you know you can trust God with it and you can go to Him for it. Then then when you start to have a godly character, yeah. and and you don't have to go through them anymore. You're not suffering anymore. And then and then that godly character shows you that He's using your life to give eternal hope to other people. You understand? Yes. It was beautiful. Anyways, nobody was listening. Just go on. That's where you took from, Punk? So when we accept one another, just as Christ accepted us. Come on in, sister. Hi, oh, Matthew. Matthew. Everybody knows Matthew. I've seen that people were fellowshipping here, and we had to come see what God had to say right now. Is, 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 is that what's going on? Yeah, we're having a Bible study. Bible study is great. We want to take part in Bible study. Too. Come on in. All right, so let's see. So when we when we accept one another, uh, we. Uh, Oh, praise God. 
Praise God. Amen. Amen. <laughs> when we accept one another, uh, we live the life that Christ wanted, wanted us to be, wanted to be. Because when he when you read through the Gospels, like what we'll do next is when we go through Mark, you'll see that he, he accepts everyone that comes in front of him. And so just as he accepted us, we have to accept everyone as well, you know, yeah. with open arms and, and loving them and bearing with them. Uh, because if we don't, then we don't reach what five and six were saying. Yes. You know, we don't become that one that one mind. We don't become that one voice, you know. To glorify him. Right, exactly. And when we love one another and bear with one another, that's what we're doing. We're giving okay. praise to God. Yes. You know? Watch the rest of the verse. Read the rest of the verse. In order to bring praise to God. Bam. Right? So, I wanted to read that all together, but Matt, you know. Go ahead. Had to say something. You stopped no, yourself. <laughs> Get your prayers in. Get your prayers ready. Oh, yeah. oh, you talked too much today, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so verse 8 says. I, I stopped after I did. It says, For I tell you that Christ has become a servant of the Jews on behalf of God's truth, so that the promises made to the patriarchs might be confirmed. So he's talking about there, he's talking about that God's promise from the beginning is still going to be fulfilled all the way to the end. All the things that were prophesied in the Old Testament are still going to happen. There are still things that need to be done, right? There's something else there too, though. Watch what it says, For I tell you that Christ has become our servant, uh, a servant of the Jews on behalf of God's truth. Mm-hmm. That's something very important because the Jewish people weren't living in God's truth. And even though all that stuff's going to be confirmed, those promises and everything, it was to the patriarchs who believed the promise. They were the prophets and things. Right. Understand? But but I love that part because it's telling me that we need to live in God's truth too, regardless of what everybody else is doing, because we're going to share who he is through that truth. You get it? Jesus didn't come and act like the Pharisees, did he? No. no. Like the other yeah. Jewish people. Got rid of, he tried to break that line of thinking. Amen. You get it? Yeah. yeah. Read the rest of the verse, though. I can't remember it now. So that the promises made to the patriarchs uh, might be go. confirmed. Mm-hmm. Right? So, so just as Christ was a servant, we have to be a servant to one another as well. Yes. Right? And moreover, that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. Right? So we come to realize that what we've done in our lives has been has not has been our own way and it's led to death and destruction and terribleness and selfishness you know um but when we give it to god and we understand who god is and what he created us actually for uh he's a he created us so he knows what's best for us we don't need to figure that out he already, he already told us what needs to be done you know? so, so in that as gentiles we glorify god for his mercy because how else did we get here? You know, it's through His mercy we've got here. You know, if we were told in the beginning, like, "Oh, you've done all these bad things," you ain't ever gonna make it. <laughs> Would we be here? You know, yes. it's more of like, "Oh, you've done all these bad things. Don't worry. Come bring it. Come to God. Let me show you who God is." Mm-hmm. And then you know, let me show you the doctor, right? And your whole life changes. Right. You know, and we're not here because of anything we've done. But because of what he's done, Amen. the doctor's in and here to see you. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, and then let's see. As it is written, therefore I will praise you among the Gentiles. 
I will sing the praises of your name. Again, it says, Rejoice with you Gentiles, with his people. And again, Praise the Lord, all you Gentiles. Let all the peoples extol him. And again, Isaiah says, The root of Jesse will spring up, one who will arise to rule over the nations. In him the Gentiles will hope. Dang. Um, right? Who's Jesse's boy? Yeah, that's, I, didn't, oh, I didn't understand that. Jesus. It's a descendant of Jesus. Yeah, the root of Jesse. Jesse was the father of okay. King David, David who, who the promise. But here's, yeah, Mike says Jesse. Say it. Right. Say it here, here. For yours. Read me yours. Oh, mine? Read me yours. It says here, and in another place, Isaiah said, to hear. hear Heir to David's throne will come, and he yeah. will rule over the Gentiles. Yep. I like that version, actually. What it's saying, yeah, sister, yeah. sister, what it, that's a promise that's throughout the Psalms and, and other writings mm -hmm. in the Bible that says that Christ was going to come from David's throne and rule forever, mm -hmm. which is what you just read, okay? Mm -hmm. But Jesse is the father of David. Oh, and that's why the translation is the same, but the it's, same. Okay. Yeah, yours goes into more depth, which is beautiful. But you have to mm -hmm. find it in other parts of the scripture. Of the scripture, okay. I, as soon, as why, as I is, said, why is yes, Bible different? I'm curious. Sorry, I'm curious because there was no J in the English language up to some point. So I mean, Hebrew, oh, I mean, what? Hebrew, yeah. that's in the Hebrew language. It yeah. does matter. I'm just curious if anybody knows anything more than me other than that there was no J. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I heard something about that years ago. I studied that for one time a while back. And uh, even even they say the names of certain people in the Bible weren't what their names were because they didn't have that, and so they right. named it this way. Even Jesus himself, right? So his name is is, is is yeah something is something else in the Hebrew language, but it's just right. translated in our language. But Jesse was the father of Jesus. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. David. 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 The father David. of David. Father. And the promise came through David's throne that somebody would reign for eternity. And that was Christ. Amen. So Amen. that's what that's talking about. You it, it, it's just the way the names have been translated into our language. Her version must be the literal one, right? Mm -hmm. where, she, where every little thing's going to come out. Shouldn't they all be that way? And Obed was <laughs> the father of Jesse? Obed? You can go to Matthew or Luke and find out. Matthew doesn't know. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He Matthew, will one day. Matthew, Matthew, do you know? I think You're it is Obed. You can also find it in Kings. Kings. The, the lineages in Kings. Or Chronicles, I think. Chronicles. Boaz was Ruth, yeah. Boaz. Or Genesis. Boaz was Ruth. I don't think it goes in Genesis. They don't go down to the line of David. They just go from Adam to Joseph. It's more steady. Does anybody know anything about this? The last Adam. Oh it says in Corinthians, um, right. learning in your right. studies. Right. Jesus this is the last Adam. Yeah, you're right. Obed. Oh, they, they, they were using that as a figure because because the first man Adam brought us into sin, and the last the last Adam offered forgiveness for all that sin, freedom for all that sin, and so so there's just a correlation. Is how his brother was Ruth. Really? Oh, I see that. That's how Paul Boaz was and Ruth to write it, or... had, had the one that was given to Naomi to take over the lineage. Mm -hmm. oh, and that's weird how it just stays in the line. It's so beautiful. Wow. Good, it's good stuff. Amen. Okay. I have prayers, online prayers. Okay. Um, 
Candace says, pray for Rhonda gets a second job and Josh gets a new job. He was let go because he didn't speak Spanish. Okay. And then uh, Leah says, God bless, safe travels to everyone. Good night. Okay. She's not feeling well. Okay. Yeah. Well, we have 10 more minutes left. Okay. Just Go ahead. put it down. Thank you, Leah. My hair is a little frizzy tonight. Thanks, Leah. His hair is frizzy. Go on. <laughs> she went and got her flu shot, and it got her oh, really sick. Oh, <laughs> they, say that, they say that won't happen because it's a dead virus, but I always get sick, so I won't take it. I haven't taken it in 20 years. I won't take it. <laughs> I'm going to get mine. Yeah. Yeah. Read, read to us. Hmm? I take mine. Yeah. I'll get mine next week. week. So. Uh, what's it called? That last verse. Sore. I love that last verse because that's where, where like the, the Old Testament teachers they they thought that someone would rise up and overthrow all the nations or like worldly, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. But Jesus came and, and showed us it's more than just about this world. It's more. It's, it's about our spirit. Right. You know. It, we don't. It, the things that are on this world will pass away, but your spirit will go on, you know. And that's what Jesus—that's what Jesus came to to save, not the can't save our souls, but yeah, right, 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 through the spirit, right. And sorry, not this. No, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, no, you're good. Okay. Um, I'm just literal. I'm sorry. I've totally forgotten. That. Yeah. See what happens to me. I was going to back up a little bit more too, because it said that, like, it was talking about um, became a servant of the Jews. On, on on behalf of God's truth, right? To bring the Jews in and and that so that the Gentiles may glorify God. See, so so that this whole that his whole promise would come to pass and that and that it would bring not just the Jewish nation in, but but that the whole world could mm-hmm. see God. And yeah. and that's what it that's what he's really getting into and he's and then and then that he's saying rejoice rejoice oh gentiles with his people so it's like come together as one not just the jewish nation or the gentile nation but but all the nation of christ yeah. you know that's a good point Going like back to the one body one mm-hmm. yep because the god is god is like isn't god of the jews only if right. god of everybody not just right. that like when we get to heaven is there going to be a denomination there? No. Is there going to be like the Pentecostals no. over here, the Baptists are over there? Yes. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Wait, yeah, no. Just the Baptists. Yeah. <laughs> those with a personal relationship will be in heaven, and those who do not have the personal relationship will not. That's right. So but, that's what it boils down to. And that's, yeah. that's, that's what that scripture is saying, is that uh-huh. we need to be one yes. in Christ. Amen. Yeah. Amen. The church isn't sitting in this room. The no. church is everybody who believes in Christ. Christ yeah. Yeah. Their Savior. Us. Amen. It's in our heart. Mm-hmm. And like like uh like we read earlier in Romans too that um, it was talking not too but also <laughs> um how it was talking about Abraham and, and and not all of Abraham's descendants are the seed of Abraham. Right, it's, right. It's through faith. It's through faith. Not, it, it says not all of Israel is Israel right. because because not not everyone who descended is going to be saved. It's basically not everyone. You know what who that's descended. about? That's about Hebrew and Israel. You know what I mean? It's some stuff's real and some stuff Hebrew and. <laughs> I like you know, that. Because that's, you know, I said linguistics, like so yeah. All of some is real. Talking about that, talking about that, my grandfather always said that the man makes the coffee, 
right? Because the Bible says he brews. It's the same kind of, same kind of thing. Makes the coffee his name. Yeah. Because of his belief. Because of his belief in God. That's what makes us righteous. This calls to my mind because in this day, in this time, Hebrew, that's some witchcraft. I'm just saying, it just is. It's, it's not good. And it's real. That is real. And so I have to look at the root words and I have to like, I have to look at that. Right. Because it's relevant, I think. Yeah. Just, you know, that's all. And I really don't know what I'm talking about. It's just something I noticed. Good. That's cool. That's okay. Yeah. That means he's, he's in you. Good words. Oh, totally Lord. bringing it out. Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Holy Spirit. Okay. So verse 13. Yeah. Yes. It says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Uh, that verse to me is like the definition of resting in the Lord. Yeah. Like, I think Matt did a, uh, a sermon while I was gone about how to rest in the he didn't use this verse though. No. Um, There's plenty of other verses you can yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I think a joke. Well, what you're, was... to go with what you're talking about is that right there in the first part where it says, "May the God of hope." Yeah. You know, he sent his son into a world of darkness. Mm-hmm. Even sent him to his own, and his own loved darkness over him. Yeah. You understand? It was a hopeless world, but he was a God who sent his only begotten. A God of hope. Amen? Amen? Think about how beautiful that is. And I want to read what he quoted earlier, the last part of it, the hope part of the, char- you know, the, the suffering, the perseverance in the character, and the character hope. And it says, and, and hope does not disappoint us. This is the God of hope. Amen? Amen? Because God has poured out his love into our hearts, listen, by the Holy Spirit whom he gives us. And that's what the verse says. Over here it says, And may the God of hope fill you with the all joy, peace, as you trust in him, so that you may be overflow, so you may overflow with the hope of the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 It's not just for us, but to overflow. Yes. That's so you should believe in your lives. That's right. With that hope, it's only going to be. Shouldn't look forward and and, and understand the verses really, no both hope. of them together. It's only going to overflow into your life yeah. if you're in tune with the Holy Spirit, because that's where the love of God and the hope and everything comes from is through Him. Amen. Amen. That's the life changing power. We just read it. It's power. That's the life changing power. Without that, you have no power. Right. And you have no life change. So we should love fearless with God. Amen. Yeah, yeah that's because what it, that's what it is. He yeah. empowers you to uh-huh. overcome the things we talked about that we should no longer be part of, so that God can use our lives to draw people to Him. Uh, yes. Understand? Yes. Yeah, we can yes, either let the I world guess. change us, or we can change the world. Yes. And 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 you can you can. Oh my gosh! It just got good, and I lost it again. See how easy that happens? Now you know how it happens. So you got two minutes to get the power of the Holy Spirit, Amen. <laughs> it's, um, okay, the world we live in is backwards. Definitely. 
right? Mm-hmm. Especially the English, English right? language. But we live in it backwards most of the time. Most yes. people know the truth and choose to live the lie because mm-hmm. we can't overcome it. We don't know how. And it's easier to follow the least resistance. You know what I mean? Why should we put ourselves through all this? You know what I mean? Absolutely. But when we, but when we, but when we start to seek God in a way that we want to know Him, we long to know Him, we want to know more. Amen. Then the power of God through His Spirit, through the love of His Spirit, He pours His love into our hearts, showing us the truth, so that we can live in that power over these things. Mm-hmm. These things have no power over us except for the power we give them. And most of us are choosing to live the lie yes. instead of standing in his truth. Amen. Amen. And what does part of the verse say? That we trust him. When I read that, I was thinking we trust him. It's the truth. It's the truth. We trust the truth. Amen. Amen. That's the hope. And we know where it comes from. Mm-hmm. You get it? It's beautiful, but yes. it's hope doesn't We are the fruit of that. And hope never disappoints. What? We are the fruit of that. Like, that's, we trust in him. That's perfect. But yet we, our lives are deep. Like, you know, we touch a lot of lives, everybody we see every day, you know. They might be having a bad day and, you know, you're, God bless you or you're, you know, whatever. Just might just matter smile. to them. Yeah. That might yeah. be the only one they get that yeah. day. That might be the only one they've had in years, you know what I mean? Yeah. I heard testimony about exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Yes, yeah. I believe in that. Oh. Like right now. I'm here right now because there's fellowshipping going on. I seen there was this church. I've been here before. You know Matthew. Mm-hmm. But... If there's fellowshipping, Matthew says, well, what's going on at church? I said, well, we need to find out. Because wherever Amen. God's people are gathered, doing something, we want to be doing it with them. Amen. Yeah. And awesome. tomorrow night is Ruby night. Yes. Oh, tomorrow night is Ruby night. Let's go. We're going to go. After that school. 6.30. It's okay. It's nice. Let's go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> school is number one, you know, thanks to God. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. So that's the last verse. Anybody else have anything on it? Nothing, Laura? No. Come on, Laura. No, I am. I stand in agreement. That's good. Amen. Amen. That's the first time. <laughs> Amen. I have a prayer request. All right. I've got a pen. Um, my daughter's really been going through a lot. Her car was crashed. Her radar was stolen. And now, and it, and it hurts me to say this, that now her dog got eaten by a pit bull. And she's exactly like Mama, a dog lover. So I was out there comforting her. And she said, no, I told her no more dogs. Oh. No more dogs. I thought the puppy was What happened, Laura? Her Mike my daughter talking. has a, a it's like a special need. I mean it's like special needs for my daughter. Like this dog is for everything. And it got eaten by a pit bull. Today. Did you have a funeral? I don't know. She doesn't want to go over there and see the dog or nothing, but Mike knows what I'm talking about. She is the point. Okay. Hmm. Everyone online heard you. Oh. <laughs> That's, funny. That's what the love of Christ is for. Uh-huh. I clean that up real quick. Are we online? Can we pray for Lisa Williams and Matthew too? Just saying. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah so, we are. That, you should name? know we are online, and there's a camera and everything, so you okay, should know that. Okay, right. sorry. I should have told you when you first came in. I do have a prayer what? request, and I think I send it. I have a really good friend of mine that I know for many, many years. Actually, we met at the river like 25 years ago. Her husband um, has declined so many years with diabetes. He's like five, six days dialysis. And she's in, the, in Cedar Sinai as we speak. Uh, 
with her liver. She has cirrhosis, and uh, they don't know if she's going to make it. Uh, so um, keep them in prayer. His name is Victoria and Charlie, and me and Erlanda are going to go down on Saturday morning to go see that, see okay. her, at Cedar Sinai. But just keep them in prayer. Okay, yeah, praise God. Um, she loves, she knows God, but she's always been a battle. There's like a demon, and of course, you know, cirrhosis. She's always battling with. Yeah, with the bottle. Yeah. So it's here. Spirit. Yeah. It's on the bottle. It mm-hmm. says right on the bottle. Mm-hmm. The spirit. From that spiritual yes. malformation. Yes. Um, so we're just keep them in prayer. Yeah. I wanted to say uh, there's been two people in my life recently that both of them are terminal and it's from fentanyl. Yeah. Both of them are in the hospital right now and they're both terminal and I want to pray for them. Yeah. Uh, Mike is the one we've been praying for. He left the hospital after they found the cancer, remember? Yes. And they said that it was from fentanyl, and so they're not going to do treatments or anything. They put him on hospice, and he's not going to make it. And um, then my my uh, nephew um, kept messing with fentanyl, and everybody was praying for him, trying to talk to him. He wouldn't listen, and uh, his organs are shutting down, and he's in the hospital right now. And his family, I tried, you know, you try to talk to them and they, they just say, well, he did it to himself. Well, he did it to himself. And I just hate that. But it's one of those things I told you guys about that people will say, but, um, but he just wouldn't listen. It's true. He just wouldn't listen, but it's still, we should pray for him. He's so young. He's like in his 20s. Oh. It's yeah. never too late for him to get saved. He's a baby. Yeah. All of the fentanyls came from China. It's not coming from anywhere um, else. It's Cody's nephew, so, so it's like mine now. Indians I'm trying to remember. Water, being now. I know and, everybody but his. Mm-hmm. But the other house in our nation. Oh. Yes, go ahead. Before we close, can I can I read something also to him? Sure. sure. Okay, well, so he's been studying. I'm proud of <laughs> I'm proud of you. Go for it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm in Ephesians chapter two. Yeah, home run right there. Verse okay. six. And this chapter. Wait, wait. Let me get there. Where we? Ephesians. I gotta, go I gotta look it up. Two, so. verse six. This chapter is talked about. This way. Uh, oh, you know what? I already wrote that down. Yeah. That's right. Chapter oh two. yeah, of course. And we're seated at the right hand of God with Him. Mm-hmm. And you know when that says that? So you know. So if you don't know, you gotta yeah. know right now. Okay. <laughs> you know what it says? You know what it means? Right Ephesians now. Ephesians what? Not someday. Ephesians not in the future. Two? Not when He comes again. Yeah. Right Ephesians now, two, we're spiritually sitting with Him. He said it's last. Yeah, chapter two, verse six. Oh, verse six, six sorry. Through verse nine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We are kissing. Yes. He says it right here. Yes. Okay. Okay, where are we at? Now tell me. Uh, chapter 2, Ephesians, verse 6 through 9. Okay. Okay, so it says, God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realm of Christ Jesus, in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable. Incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves, it is the gift of God, not by work, so that no one can boast. For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Amen. That really like I'm studying the book of Ephesians right now, but that one really like that one really kind of hit me because it, it's 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 um, the whole chapter talks about being made alive in Christ. So mm-hmm. it's, 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 for me, it was more it was more so like a, a conviction, and 
and it's it's true. It's like by grace you are saved. It's like it's not by us, not by our 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 yeah. doing. You know, we can't do this alone. We we need God's help. Amen. You know, some people Absolutely. some people say though, like Paul's writings too. Uh, are you going to live in an abundance of grace in Romans? Right? Absolutely not. But to live in grace. This is the beautiful part, you guys. For us to live in grace is where we overcome sin. You can either live in an abundance of it and just keep living in the world like you always have, or you can spend Christ and overcome sin in it. He gives you that. That's like a beautiful time with Him. He knows that you sin, and you bring it to Him, and He helps you overcome it. Mm-hmm. That's His grace where we can come right into the throne room of God. And, and you get the beauty. That's why you should have read from verse 1 because it goes there. You get it to explain it more, but yeah, you're right on, and it's not by any works. The only work that's taking place is God changing your heart because He's sharing Himself with you. Amen. Nothing worldly you can do. Everything in the world and beliefs in the world are going to pass away, but His Word will never pass. Amen. Go ahead, go, girl. Tracy. Tracy Everett says, "Say travels for for your way our way home, and Craig's travels." Back to work. Unspoken many prayers are needed. Okay. okay. So that's the last one. Okay. My sister. Yeah. Okay. Praise God. Okay. That's Tracy. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. yeah. That's Craig, his sister in Arkansas. Arkansas. Oh, oh, sister in Arkansas. I had to make sure I heard the name. Hi, Tracy. It's been a long time. Next time we drive through, we'll come and see you. We always stop in Arkansas to see it. Amen. First, we go to Arizona. Then we drive all the way up to 17, and then all the way down to 40, and then back down again. Thanks, Paul. (laughs) And it's always a blessing. Always. (laughs) Even though he's grumbling over here, it's always a blessing. Thank you, guys. We have school the next morning. Okay. See you guys. See you, Matthew. See you guys again. And we'll be praying for you, sister. See you tomorrow. Okay. 6.30 tomorrow. 6.30 tomorrow. 10 o'clock on Sunday. Bye, you guys. Bye. 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 Any others? I was going to start. Um, I'll pray for my coworker. Um, just to break through like the spirit of lust and loneliness. Yeah. Amen, sister. That's for all of us, I think. Not just. Yeah. 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 My, my wife told me one time, I feel lonely in my own house, and the house was full of people. Yep. Isn't that crazy? What a disconnect, huh? Uh, is that it? Any others? That's it. That's all. Online. Okay. Just, um, you know, pray for me and Rolanda. We're going to go see her and hope, you know... Give us that the boost. Right, yeah, so the right we, words to say. Yeah. I've been seeking the Lord every day because she's a really good friend of mine, and I feel like I need to be there. And I told Orlando, I'm going to share it. I feel like I need to lay hands on her, and I need to get there, and I hope I make it. But give us, pray you know, for us that the, uh, we can go in there fearless. Because I don't know why this week I want to go in there fearless. Let me tell you something, sister. Multiple times in my life, I went to, to bedside confessions and they and they and the people gave their lives. Amen. One Amen. one mocked me my whole life was my aunt 
and I went down there all the way to LA like you're gonna do. And uh, I told her that you mocked me my whole life, but my faith is real. Would you yeah. accept? Would you want to accept Christ? Yeah. And she broke down crying and gave her life to Christ. Died a week yeah. later. That's my uncle Neto, same thing. Rosemary McCaslin, same thing. It's just you. Just there's a bunch of them. Yeah. You understand? So go there and do it. Just go fearless. fearless. Amen. That's why I told Rolanda, we need to go there fearless. Amen. And we're going to go because I feel we both have a need to go. Yeah. And we're going to be praying Saturday, tonight and yes. Saturday for you. Amen. We're going to go. Something uh, the Bible says, just, in, just to encourage you a little bit, is if there is any doubt uh, in you or Rolanda or anything, it says to pray and fast. Because it says... Um, Jesus where, said these things sometimes take more prayer, but he was talking about driving out demons, but other things too. So yeah, yeah. yeah okay. sometimes we need to be prayed up and ready. Okay. Yeah. There's times yeah. I got prayed up and went and miracles happened, you know, just crazy things. So yeah. that's the only reason why I say that is because you can see. I started reading Mark and I don't know why they're talking about a lot of demons. It says that Jesus went and, and healing sick people. I've been reading that, and, and I don't know why. That's why I said I told Orlando yesterday, we need to really stay steadfast and stay in prayer and reading. And we need to be united because we need to go and reach out to her. Because I need to get there. I feel that, and I need to. Amen. I talked to her husband this morning, and uh, well, We're going to pray that, sister, all the way through with yes, you. Yes, please, because I need to. Good, good, good. Right. Pray for a healing and salvation. Yes. Amen. Because one way or the other, if she's saved, she's going to get healed. Amen. <laughs> Amen. 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 That's what I, I'm going to be going out too to see uh, Mike, my friend's son. Uh, uh, he doesn't know the Lord, so I'm going to go out there just for that specific purpose. Yeah. You know, one of my favorite parts is the feet and mark. <laughs> the Lord showed, shared with me not too long ago was uh, was that when the when those individuals that were casting out demons and yeah. didn't work out, such as Ebony, and they're like, uh, uh, what it shared with me, what the Lord shared with me is that uh, when they're like, oh, we do, we know who Jesus is, we don't know you. You know, it means they weren't in that spirit with the Lord. Mm -hmm. You know, they he was mentioning Paul and Jesus, but they they were mentioning Paul and Jesus, but they had no idea what they were mentioning. Yeah, yeah. and that's what I, that's what I love about it because Paul was in step with the Lord. Uh, Christ is the Lord, so the, when those people weren't, uh, but even Christ had to be in step with his Father, right? Mm -hmm. Of course, and um, but what I loved about it and. It, something that the Lord shared with me like probably like a week or two ago and it was that those people were trying to just mimic what it was to be a Christian instead of actually living step Amen. you know well, so. we, when we're living it we don't have to fear things no. right you need to go fearlessly fearless perfect yeah. words yes man. fearless you know the Bible talks about having the mindset of being dead so that even though we're alive we're to ourselves we're dead there's nothing to fear you're already dead yeah. Yeah. And, and your hope is in God 
That's it, you know. So yeah. there's a warning. There's nothing that we can be offended of on this earth. You can't offend us, you know. You can't mm-hmm. do anything to us. We're dead already. Yeah. We died with Christ. And we're dead to the us. world. Yeah. Dead to the world. Alive in Christ. Right. So you could just watch my clock here. And any death that comes against us is still death. And that's what you're talking yeah. about, is enduring it. And yeah, the people see the people, it's, it's, it's an opportunity. They're dead without Christ. Yeah. Yes. They're dead without Christ. That's beautiful, Mike. I didn't see that side of it until you said yes. it. That it like came out like that. I know all that. So that. since then, you've been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is. Seated at the right hand of God, set your minds on things above, not on earthly things, for you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ and God. Amen. There's another one too, I don't know right where it's at, but it says that when he, uh, Christ, your life appears. Your Same life writer. Appears. Yeah. Amen. Amen. That one blows my mind out. Like, yeah, that's exactly what Mike's talking about. And glory, amen. Amen. <laughs> And, you, and we want everybody to appear with us in glory with him. Aww. Don't we? Everybody. Yeah, we don't want anybody to be left out. Maybe no. not. No, I'm just kidding. Christ, Christ <laughs> when he was on the cross, was asking forgiveness for everyone. And he said he said that none would be lost. And, and yet he did it when we were all sinners and falling short. That's beautiful. Anyways, nobody's listening. Praise John out. John said the same thing. Praise God. Three sixteen verse. We're all saved. Yep. You know, it's crazy. Is like I told this Matthew. I told this to Matt the other day. Is that when I was first on fire, I wanted to be just like Paul, and then the more like growth, that's like the the the, the slow growth, because like being being going through the New Testament real quick. You know, you, you take in a lot, and you go over it again, and then there's a slow growth after it. And it's like the life changing, everything's changing in your life. And then the m- more I was like, you know what, John, John John knew it. John, John understood it, you know, and the more I see, I want to be more. More loving like more John. More loving like John. And being the more that I love of Instead of being an extremist like Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Kick her next to you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm falling asleep. I'm sorry. It's okay. Okay. You're all right. We, we all go there, trust me. <laughs> we, we were supposed to pray out a little while ago. He's supposed to pray us out. Yeah. yeah. Conversation started. Pray us out already. Well, I'm not going to be. Uh, you know what? If you don't hurry up, she's going to fall asleep while you're praying. And I need to drive. And then I'm going to have to drive home in her car. Come on, good thing it's only a block away. Hey, hey, nobody trust me. Good thing it's only a block away. Let's pray, you guys. All right, dear Heavenly Father, we just, Lord, thank you for this study. Thank you for everyone, every single person here, Lord, those that came late or those that are here that came early, whatever, Father. Just thank you for each and every person, each and every life that was touched by this study, Lord. Those here um, physically and those here online and spiritually, everything, Father. Just thank you for it all, Lord. Lord, we ask your hand over each and every person here, Lord, as we continue to grow. Help us grow in you and also in unity, Lord, that we talked about. Help us just be unified with you, Lord, with you as the head of it all, Lord. Just help us unite under you. And Lord, we ask your hand over every single person every single chair in this church father just lord we ask your your hand to fill them lord bring the people that are supposed to be here lord bring them and prepare us too, father 
Prepare us to speak to those people. Show your light, Lord. And sometimes use words. It's what I always remember. To shine your light and sometimes use words to show it, Father. And Lord, just have your hand over us. And lead us and guide us as a church under you, Lord. Lord, we ask your hand over uh, Rhonda to get an additional job and just be with her, Lord. Just be with her through everything she's going through and be with the entire family first off, Lord. Just have your hand over them and lead them and guide them, Lord. Shine your light in every single life in that house, Lord. And we ask your hand over um, Josh for a new job and have this one just be one he keeps, Lord. Have it to be one that he's meant to have, Lord. Just be with him and guide him in your spirit, Lord. Show him where he's supposed to be, Lord. And Lord, be with uh, Jackie and Orlando as they go and see um, Jackie's friends, Lord. Just have the meeting go righteously, Lord. Prepare Jackie and Orlando beforehand. Have them be ready in your spirit, Lord. And when they go out, have them follow your spirit. Have them not interrupt it, Lord but follow your spirit behind you and just lead them where they're supposed to be. Lead them in their speech, lead them, them in their actions, Lord. Be with them through it all, Lord. Help it go according to your will, Lord. We ask your salvation over those people, Father. Lord, we also ask your hand over... We also ask your hand over Laura's daughter, Father. Just be with her through the pain that she's experiencing, Lord. Help her to have your peace, Lord, and that Laura would just shine your light in her life, Lord, and Mike too, Lord, and everyone else who's a Christian in her life, Lord, just be with, be with her and give her peace and a comfort, Lord, and just be with her through everything, Father, everything that's going on, Lord, you provide her for her needs, Lord, help her to see your hand in her life, Lord, we also ask your hand over, uh, Mike, Father, Matt's friend that he was talking about with fentanyl, Lord, just, Lord, be with him. Help him with what he's going through, the terminal that he was given, Father. But, Lord, even though it's terminal, even though it's a death sentence, as people see it, Lord, just, we know that you can still heal him, Father, and we know that you can still work through his life, even now, Father, even when it's at the end, Lord. So we had just asked that you would have your hands over him. Just show your light in his life and show your light through his life, Lord. And Lord, we ask the same over Matt's nephew, Lord. Just, you know who it is, and we just ask that your hand would be over him as well, Lord. Show your light in his life. Have him to see your hand, Father. And just be with you. Be touched by you, Lord. We just ask your hand over them, Father. And Lord, be with little Matthew. I know she, she had briefly mentioned to pray for him, Lord, so... We just ask your hand over him as he goes to school tomorrow. Help him to grow in knowledge and grow up in the spirit, Father. Mainly the spirit, Lord. Help him to grow up in your spirit. And on, on the thought of that, have your hand over Angie as well, Lord. And everything that she's going through, her family, her kids, her grandkids, everything, Lord. Have your hand just make it all right, Lord. Do your will in her life. Have her to continue to shine your light, Lord, in every single life around her. Amen. And Lord, we ask your hand over Tracy and um, Craig's travels, Lord. And they had, she had also mentioned an unspoken prayer, Lord. But you know 
You know whatever's going on in her life. We just ask your hand over it all, Lord. Have your blessings over her, Lord. Just your coverage, your spirit, Lord. We ask your spirit over that house and over both of them, Lord, as they go throughout their day, Lord. Just help them to shine your light and be filled with your spirit, Lord. We also ask your hand over uh, Sarah's co-worker for the loss and loneliness, Lord. Just help her to Help her to come back to you, be filled with your spirit, find something that only you can give, Lord. Help her fill that void, Lord, that she's feeling, that loneliness, that loss, Lord. Only you can fill those. You can try to have someone else fill it or this or that or just whatever the case may be, but it never really fills it, Lord. Only you can. So we ask that you would fill, fill it, Lord. Fill it with your spirit and help her to be filled with you, Lord. And to have peace and comfort. And to know that you're always there, Lord. And we also ask just your hand over this entire church, this entire neighborhood, Lord. Over every church that is preaching your word as we continue to go throughout our days, Lord. Just help every single church to be filled with your spirit, Lord. And to have your coverage over them and your protection, Lord. And Lord, work in this neighborhood. Help. Just work through every person in this neighborhood, Lord. Break the spirit that's holding everyone back, that's keeping everyone just busy or whatever the case may be, Lord. Just have your spirit go throughout this whole neighborhood, Lord. And Lord, we ask your hand over us as we go home. In Jesus' name we say, amen. 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 Hallelujah. Woohoo. God bless you, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I only say it because I know you need it. <laughs> A little bit. Huh? It's yeah, a bit. Yeah. Oh, what are we gonna eat? <laughs> Get up at four o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We're five. Oh, I better watch four. Yeah. Oh, it's it's clean. It depends on the uh, price. Yeah, it's like your price. You want me to fall? Yeah, every time the price is going to deal with it. I'm okay. His phone woke my butt. scared. Yeah. 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 Y